I did everything right and they indicted me. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network. How's it going today, Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson? Free Talk Live. Huh? I, I know we, we're going to do that on Tuesdays because it saves us time. Mm. That way we don't have to re-record an intro. How's your Tuesday going so well, far? Well, this is live. It is live right now tonight. Yes. Right now, the time that you're listening to it. My Tuesday was good. Good. Your Tuesday was good. I had it. Are mm. you excited about tomorrow? Yeah. Since it's so late, you're about ready for bed, I bet. Yeah, pretty soon. Now. Yeah. Okay. Making sure. Making sure. Well, just so you know, we also have a podcast called Good Morning Liberty that, that we day. do every, every single day of the week when we want to. It's earlier today, we were recording Good Morning Liberty episodes, and now here we are talking about the same things again tonight. On Liberty at Night with Nate and Chuck on the Free Talk Live Network. That's right. How was your Tuesday? <laughs> My Tuesday was great. I had a perfect day. Everything went swimmingly. Not a single thing went wrong. It was amazing. And that's what happens when you believe in liberty. I know. Right? That's what it's... Man, be, tell you what, being a libertarian these days, you got nothing to worry about. No, nothing, nothing to stress about. Your life just falls into place. Everything's fine. <laughs> all the time. All right. Hey, go to joingmail.com. Hang out with the Fed Haters Club. They're in here uh, talking to us, saying crazy things like it's not actually nighttime right now. I don't know what they're talking about. They're all crazy. Go to joingmail.com. Hang out with the Fed Haters Club. Do you think we'll get an award for being the most sarcastic podcast radio show in, in the land? Of course we will, Charlie. <laughs> Of course we will. In fact, I'm sure there are people lined up outside the door with the Sarcasm Awards right now at this very moment. You know, it's with somber tone that I have to bring to you the news. And I know this is a shock. This is a shock. But our former president, Donald John Trump, has been indicted. I did everything right and they indicted me. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. from a previous indictment, but this is he did it. It happened. This is a new one. We need yeah. to hit it two more times, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did everything right, and they indicted that me. That was for number three. Okay. Okay. This this is Georgia. Okay. Now this is for yesterday in Georgia. I did everything right, and they indicted me. Okay. There we go. Been indicted four times now. Four major indictments that I that I mm. know of but he has now been charged in the Georgia election probe. Charlie, this one's different. It's a little scarier for the big Trump fans out there, the MAGA hat wearing folks out there because this one are state crimes. Mm. And as we know and have never misspoken on before on this show, you can't pardon that as a president. Mm. And so this is tricky. And I believe in Georgia even the even the governor can't just pardon people. So is it like Texas where they have to, it might be more like like a board mm. of, of pardons, not like a parole board, but like a pardon board, pardon review board. Yeah. I'm PRB. making that up. I did not look into Georgia's pardoning rules whatsoever. Uh, so if this one sticks, I don't know what that means. Could he actually uh, fulfill his duties as president from a jail cell? That is the, or would they just put like an ankle bracelet on him for the four years that he's going to be the president? I don't know. 
He couldn't get near water then. He couldn't get his ankle monitor wet. Wouldn't want to do that. Mm -mm. We know that. Um, So anyway, he's been indicted on this thing in Georgia. We're not lawyers per se, but we have been following the Trump indictments on X.com. So it's kind of like being lawyers. Mm. You know, like when we all used to be doctors. Yeah. And all the other specialties. Mm -hmm. We're climate scientists sometimes. Okay. Today, we're going to put our law degrees on. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because I don't have a JD doesn't mean I don't know. He's an amateur lawyer Mm. over here. He studies a lot. I can read. He reads some of the books. He hasn't taken the bar, but he could probably pass it (laughs) by next week, I bet. Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. Plus, the bar is just a government test anyway. I know. Yeah, it's fake. You think the government needs to certify me to argue against the government? No, I don't believe. There's a reason you can represent yourself, which I don't recommend. Here's the uh, Fulton County District Attorney... Fanny Willis announcing her somber indictment as well. County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment, charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. The indictment includes 41 felony counts and is 97 pages long. Please remember that everyone charged in this bill of indictment is presumed innocent. The indictment alleges that rather than abide by Georgia's legal process for election challenges, the defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering enterprise to overturn Georgia's presidential election result. Subsequent to the indictment, as is the normal process in Georgia law, the the grand jury issued arrest warrants for those who are charged. I am giving the defendants the opportunity to voluntarily surrender no later than noon on Friday, the 25th day of August, 2023. Hmm. So, from what I can tell, we're actually going to get a mug shot this time, which is what everyone's been waiting for. Mm. They are asking for them to surrender. For- now, does the Secret Service have to stay in the jail cell with him <laughs> if he goes to, to jail? Stay in it. Yeah, yeah. Do they all have to go through <laughs> the same criminal proceedings too? I don't you know? know. And they technically can't. Yeah, I don't know what the rules Secret are. Secret Service protection for life. <laughs> so now, if, if you're a convicted felon, though, does that carry? Through, I mean. I don't know. Still a former president. This is all, this is new ground that we're breaking right now. Mm. I don't know what the rules are. Um, I, let me ask you this. If you were Trump, now she's given everyone until next Friday at noon to surrender voluntarily. If you're Trump though, do you want to not surrender voluntarily and have them come pick you up? Come get you. Yeah. I mean, come and get me. (laughs) And then you get to see whether or not DeSantis is going to cooperate in Florida with them like bringing you in, you know, martial laws declared way more news, way more news coverage when they have to go and arrest you and bring you in. Yeah. I kind of think that's what I would do if I was Trump. He's not going to do that though. You don't think? No, I don't think his lawyers will convince him that he needs to go in peacefully and and strike it. Peacefully and patriotically. Yeah. Strike it. Strike some kind of deal. (laughs) Okay. Here are the latest developments in the indictments. Former president, 
DJT and 18 others have been indicted by an Atlanta grand jury in a sweeping racketeering case. That's right. They used the RICO statute to get 19 <laughs> people on a criminal conspiracy. Uh, some of his former top aides, Rudy Giuliani is in there. Mark Meadows is in there. Uh, Sidney Powell's. And there's all kinds of fine people on both sides of this indictment. The 41 count indictment, an unprecedented challenge of presidential misconduct by a local prosecutor, brings charges against some of Mr. Trump's most prominent advisors, uh, including all these people I just named. Trump and the other defendants charged in the, this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost, and they knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. Mr. Trump, who was running again for president in the 2024 election and is the early favorite to win the Republican nomination, has now been indicted in four separate criminal investigations, including a federal indictment earlier this month over his attempts to cling to power after losing the 2020 race. So this one is a little bit different because we got state laws here and it's a case that could actually end up sticking. Uh, we'll play some videos and stuff from some people later on, but I wanted to go through some of the indictment first off. I wanted to bring up, and I just tweeted this out, or x it, or whatever you call it these days, Elon, come on. Um, I just posted this. Uh, I, Regardless of the legality of these indictments and what Trump did, the timing is very specific here. They've had this information. I mean, the stuff they list in this indictment ended in like January or February of 2021. Why now are all of these prosecutors bringing forward these indictments with the grand juries at this, at this current moment in time. They wanted to make sure they had their case tight. Oh, a very solid case. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's right. Yeah. has nothing to do with the upcoming presidential election. Not I'm that. sure. Mm -mm. Yeah. They just wanted to make sure that they, they crossed all their I's and dotted all their T's. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. They wanted to be as Quit fair, asking wild as, fair questions. as possible. Completely coincidental timing. The issue here is it, you know, when you take apart, when you you take away all of the specifics of all of these cases, it does seem to me, sarcasm aside, that they have all lined up to do these indictments right before the election, right before the primary election, right, right in the heat of the Republican primary. And what I believe is an attempt at election interference. <laughs> Which is strange, isn't it? Uh, it's really weird. Yeah. It's ironic. Mm -hmm. uh, but they couldn't have helped the timing, I'm sure. No. They just got this brand new evidence, you know, mm -hmm. just recently. Well, they just got the grand jury together, mm -hmm. you know. It's people's schedules. Did you hear this together. was 97 pages? Mm-hmm. I read yeah. 70 of them this morning. So. <sighs> I don't know how, because it took a grand jury a couple of years oh. to do that. I know. I read enough. I posted some of them. They might end up adding my name to the list, <laughs> uh, considering some of the stuff that's on here. Some of it is... Uh, ridiculous uh let's see let's go through some of the stuff we got racketeering activity and overt acts and furtherance of the conspiracy that's right they're using rico here and a lot of this depends on in my opinion in my specific legal opinion whether or not they believed that the election was stolen they believed the things that they were saying they actually thought that these things happened and that they were going to be able to prove those things, or if they knew that they were just lying and making things up the whole time. Because many of these things have to do with them trying to prove that. In fact, many of the things have to do with them talking about some of their allegations of voter fraud. Asking questions. <laughs> Asking questions, tweeting about the 
specific instances. You remember mm. around the election time, we saw all these videos of boxes being moved around. I don't care what video it is. If you put it in like slow motion and repeat it over and over again, something fishy is going on mm-hmm. in that video. Okay. And I saw some of them going around last night showing, oh, tell me that there was nothing going on. It was a van pulling up and people were getting stuff out of it. I don't know what it was. Could have been sound equipment for all I know. I don't know what yeah. it was. Okay. It could have been. But it had like 10,000 retweets. Could have been votes. Yeah. Could have been toilet paper. I'm not sure what it was. Could have been a jewelry thief. No clue. You know? It's just a van with people getting stuff out of it. How do people retweet stuff like that? Like, oh, yeah. There's the proof right there's... there. You don't even know it's in the van. Put that in the indictment <laughs> on the other way around. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is... We don't have to read through all of these things, but I thought there were some interesting discussed. uh, Trump discussed a draft speech with unindicted co-conspirator individual number one, whose identity is known to the grand jury that falsely declared victory and falsely claimed voter fraud. So falsely declaring victory and claiming voter fraud. Uh, This one, he discussed a speech. He talked to someone yeah, that he didn't even get a draft speech. Yeah. He probably gave the speech. I don't know. Um, Rudy Giuliani, now get this, this is where it gets really serious, left an 83-second-long voicemail message for another co-conspirator concerning fraud in the election. This telephone call was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Mm. Now, I know that we've had other indictments, but none of them quite as serious as leaving a voicemail and talking about how there was fraud in the election. I didn't realize we were getting this serious. Or being concerned yeah. that there would be fraud. I don't even think he's going to get bail <laughs> in this one. This is some tough stuff right here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Trump. And I love that they have all these unindicted co-conspirators. Like, these are the one. These are the whistleblowers. <laughs> of course, they're not indicted because they handed over well, these, these criminal voice messages <laughs> and other things that took place. I mean, yeah. undrafted speeches never have access to that if it wasn't for these brave whistleblowers. Uh, let's see. Trump uh, appeared at a press conference at the RNC headquarters. Uh, let's see here. This is Sidney Powell appeared at a press conference at the RNC headquarters on behalf of Trump and made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election. These were overt acts and furtherance of the conspiracy. My So my question is still a lot of the stuff. What if you think what if you actually believed what you were saying and that what if they saw the same videos that were going around on Twitter at that time about people shuffling boxes around and everyone bought into it and they truly thought that there was, I know that that's crazy to think that anything fishy would happen mm-hmm. around it. I mean, come on, the water main broke where they were counting votes. You, you hate to see it. You hate it. The timing was rough, okay? Bad luck on their part. But there's no reason to think something fishy was going on. Yeah, water mains break all the time. Yeah, of course (laughs) they do. Just look around the country right now. There's got to be dozens of water mains broken at the moment. Uh, Let's see. They've got generally them just calling people and talking to them about the conspiracy. All this stuff listed out. You got Giuliani in here. Mark Meadows listed in here. Mark Meadows sent a text message to Representative Scott Perry and said, can you send me the number for the speaker and the leader of the PA legislature? POTUS wants to chat with them. (laughs) This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. And so you've got to, 
for any of this Chatting. to make sense, yes, no. a text message where you ask for someone to send you the phone number of another person. So you can chat with them. That's conspiracy. You know, you got to put that down. But that's an overt act, <laughs> by the way. In furtherance. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So this is a joke is what you're saying. On, the, on about the third, on, uh, on or about the third day of December, 2020. They can even tell me for sure what day it was that this happened, but they know for sure what happened. Uh, committed felony offense. This is Giuliani committed the felony offense, false statements or writings in violation of this Georgia statute uh, by knowingly, willfully and un unlawfully making at least one of the false statements. Is this multiple choice? <laughs> which one did he make? Are we supposed to guess which one of them? It was. It's, he made at least one of them. Uh, statements and representatives, representations to members of the Georgia Senate. So he said at least one of these things, but we're not sure which one or on about what day it was. The live group is guessing C. Okay. But there's only A or B, folks. So. He said that at least 96,000 mail-in ballots were counted in the presidential election, despite there being no record of those ballots having been returned to a county elections office. And he said that Dominion or... And, or, he said that Dominion Voting Systems equipment used in the election in Antrim County, Michigan, mistakenly recorded 6,000 votes for Biden when the votes were actually cast for Donald Trump. Um, I think it's C. All of the above, probably, is what he said. I'm, I'm not sure. That's an act of racketeering. <laughs> if I ever, I mean, if you ever saw one, that's what's going on. I was looking for the definition of racketeering. Mm -hmm. This is it. Yeah. Um, on or about the 10th day of December, Giuliani committed the felony offense, uh, false statements and writings by saying at least one of the following statements, saying that it's, cr it's quite clear from the State Farm Arena video that Fulton County election workers were stealing votes and that Georgia officials were covering up a crime in plain sight. What if it was quite clear to him? You can't make allegations? Mm -mm. I don't, I don't know. Uh, State Farm Arena on election day, Democratic officials got rid of all the reporters, all the observers, anyone that couldn't be trusted, used the excuse of a water main break, cleared out the voting area, and then went about their dirty, crooked business. Well, of course they were dirty. They couldn't wash their hands. The water main was broken. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Yeah. That between 12,000 and 24,000 ballots were illegally counted by Fulton County election workers at State Farm Arena. Here's the thing. Here's one question I have. If you did nothing wrong, why are you going to this, this grade of length Yeah, to indict a president over the fact that basically you're trying to prove that all the statements they made were false because mm -hmm. none of this happened. Like, it's almost like Georgia is on such the defensive. Well, I think I said this after the last indictment, but the, the problem I see here, because here's the deal. The election went through. Biden is the president. We had a transfer of power that was mostly peaceful. Okay. Like everything worked. The system worked just fine. Apparently, especially like if you're a Democrat, the system all worked just fine. Everything's okay. Trump is not the president anymore. And so why are you doing this? The, the bad part about this is that this could deter anyone from challenging future election results. Because if you turn out to be potentially wrong or you can't prove it, then you might get a RICO thrown at you, you know? And so you might as well just take 
the uh, election committee's word for it or the Without state's word for it. Questions. Don't ask any questions. Don't send any Tell text me no messages. Lies. Don't leave any voicemails. Every single voicemail that you leave could be listed out in the RICO mm -hmm. yeah. eventually. So that one, that, that would be why, in my opinion, other than them just really caring about democracy and the rule of law and prosecuting every law to its fullest extent, no matter who the perpetrator is, which mm -hmm. I'm sure they always do. Uh, that could be it too. Uh, more of the same here. This is from Giuliani again, uh, talking about election workers fraudulently counting ballots, uh, 2,500 felons voting illegally, 10,000 dead people voting in Georgia. Couldn't he just be wrong about those things? What I want to know, that I'm, and I'm serious about this, do we have proof that they knew that they, that they were making this up, that they knew that it wasn't real and that they were just saying things? What if the truth was that it was only 10,314 <clears throat> dead people? <laughs> it could be. George is like, yeah. turns out it was only 10,314, so you're that's, lying. That's wrong. <laughs> Last. Uh, let's get into some of the same stuff here. Making statements. So what you're saying is we're going to get arrested in Georgia. We can't go to Georgia now. I'd, I'd be scared. Because we asked questions mm -hmm. on this show that was recorded. I'm scared. Like a voice message. Mm -hmm. I've probably sent you text messages before that had to do with elections. Mm. You know? Not to me. And if I got them, I didn't respond to that. Okay, but here's one problem. I wouldn't engage in the legal conversation no, you would never with do that. you. You would report it to the authorities immediately, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they haven't gotten you yet. Um, let's see. Trump and John Eastman committed the, the same filing false documents thing uh, that we uh, have been talking about. And this has to do with several of the allegations, the 2,500 felons. We got... 10,000 dead people, 2,400 people voting illegally, all that. But there is a difference here at the bottom. Okay, and this is the kind of thing I'm looking for. Earlier the same day before they filed this, uh, John Eastman sent an email to the attorneys associated with the Trump campaign admitting his knowledge that at least some of the allegations in the verified complaint were not accurate. And so that... This was about the only instance I found in the indictment of them saying someone had said earlier that day that it was not accurate. And then this person later put their name on a document alleging these things that they had earlier said that were not accurate. And that was like not the only one I found of this being the case. Okay. And I went through 70 pages of it. He said right? some, <clears throat> some, some of, of these them. allegations. Yeah. It was 314. Like you were saying, mm -hmm. you know, he found out that the, that the number was off by a couple people. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, sometimes we're faced with a crossroads in life and we don't really know which path to take. Maybe you're thinking about a career change or feeling like your relationship needs a little help. Whatever it is, therapy can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. I've done therapy in the past and honestly, it helped me quite a bit. I've told you guys that. And our co-host Charlie still using BetterHelp. He loves it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. All right, then we get into uh, some, some more fun stuff. But here's the thing. Go back. Go back to what they said. As many as 10,315 or more dead people... Did any dead people vote? 
I don't know. Did any dead people vote at all? Because that's not something that's new. That's happened in elections before. It does happen. Where dead people have voted. Um, From the grave. Yeah. They were sending their best mm-hmm. vote <clears throat> in. So I'm wondering, mm, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Can you really get them on that? Okay. Now we get into some tweets and stuff, which is really fun. Uh, the fifth day of December, on or about the fifth day of December, we're not sure. It's just a three-year legal case. Placed a telephone call to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and solicited, requested, and importuned Kemp to call a special session of the Georgia General Assembly. This was an overt act of, in furtherance of the conspiracy. Hmm. You're not allowed to call governors? I, I don't know. And ask them to call a special like he didn't call a special session no he didn't he was asking the governor to do it can't do that when you are participating in a criminal conspiracy Mm. you see that's when you really can't do it Uh, on the sixth day around that time even though we have a screenshot of it we would know exactly what day it is but i guess it's legal speak we'll have to accept that uh trump caused to be tweeted from the twitter account what's twitter Does this even hold up? What's Twitter? I don't know what that is. Uh, Here's the tweet. Gee, what a surprise. Has anyone informed the so-called says he has no power to do anything Governor Brian Kemp and his puppet Lieutenant Governor that they could easily solve this mess and win signature verification and call a special session. So easy. This was an overt act. Of fur- in furtherance of the conspiracy. <sighs> all, he, this all seems like a joke. I'm going to write this in my diary <laughs> <laughs> that the George, that the Georgia attorney made a very funny joke yesterday. Yeah. It's there's more. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani this, retweeted. Okay. Georgia Patriot call to action. Today is the day we need you to call your state, Senate, and House reps and ask them to sign the petition for a special session. We must have free and fair elections in Georgia, and this is our only path to ensuring every legal vote is counted. (laughs) This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. When you call on people to Look, sign Look, I'm not the biggest fan of Giuliani, obviously. (laughs) We spent 20 minutes in the live group talking about a couple documentaries, Painkiller and, and Dope Sick, and uh, Giuliani's role in getting people um, a deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of this guy, obviously, using power to his advantage, um, but retweeting something <laughs> yeah. like that. Asking people to sign a asking petition. Asking people to sign a petition for your legal right to go to your state representatives and say, hey, we want to special session it could be for anything yeah anything like i don't like the potholes that are in the road call Mm -hmm. a special session please and make sure that we have smooth roads be like taxation is theft call a special assembly and they're like taxation isn't theft we've got a constitutional amendment about this you must be lying to people this is a criminal conspiracy right it's ridiculous uh donald trump tweeted (laughs) now here's a this is a bad one here donald trump tweeted Georgia hearings now on OANN. Amazing. So he tweeted that he was watching TV. 
and that there were Georgia hearings now on TV. This was an overact in furtherance of the conspiracy. <laughs> he also tweeted, though, hold on. Wow, blockbuster testimony taking place right now in Georgia. Ballot stuffing by Dems when Republicans were forced to leave the large counting room. Plenty more coming, but this alone leads to an easy win of the state. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. It would have been funny if he would have accidentally tweeted, this was an overt act in furtherance <laughs> of the conspiracy <laughs> yeah. in his tweet. But no, he didn't do that. Um, he also tweeted, people in Georgia got caught cold bringing in massive numbers of ballots and putting them in voting machines and quotation marks. Great job, Brian Kemp. Okay. He did a lot on this third day of December. It's a busy day. He was at home watching TV. <laughs> all the hearings. Uh, Charlie, and live, you just, you and live tweeting like he's watching a basketball yeah. game or something. You do some illegal tweets too, Charlie. Like, oh, <laughs> LeBron James just dunked. On Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan <laughs> retired a long time ago. <laughs> I don't watch enough basketball. It's a charity game. Yeah, exactly. All right, act number 75. They committed so many. There's a lot of them. Avert. There's like 160 overt acts of overt criminal acts, conspiracy. Okay. So on or about the 14th day of December, um, his true love said to him, <laughs> uh, Donald Trump tweeted, what a fool Governor Bryant. He just praised him on the third day of December. I know. Well, a lot of time's gone by now. 11 days have gone 11 by. 11 days. What a fool Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia is. Could have been so easy, but now we have to do it the hard way. Demand this clown call a special session and open up signature verification now. Otherwise, could be a bad day for two great senators on January 5th. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. I think he just threatened to make sure that the Democrat senators won in Georgia, which is uh, what happened. Mm. But um, anyway, what else we got? The 5th day of January 2021, day before. Leading up. The yeah. worst day in American history. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted, The vice president has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Hmm. Um, on the 30th day of December, going back to 2020 now. Yeah, I got a little jumbled up there. Trump tweeted, we now have far more vo votes than needed to flip Georgia in the presidential race. Massive voter fraud took place. Thank you to the Georgia legislature for today's revealing meeting. That was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. <laughs> on the third day of January, he tweeted, I spoke to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger yesterday about Fulton County and former and voter fraud in Georgia. He was unwilling or unable to answer questions such as the ballots under the table scam, ballot destruction, out of state voters, dead voters, and more. He has no clue. So he, Trump had a call with this guy, was asking him questions mm -hmm. like, "Hey, were there any ballots under the table?" Yeah. I made some deals like that. Like before. I saw some videos on Twitter mm -hmm. where people were moving stuff around. What can I mean, you say about this? Ballot destruction. Uh, he uh, he wasn't able he wasn't able to answer those questions. Mm. And the fact that Donald Trump had questions. Actually, it was the fact that he tweeted about it in this instance. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Not just that he had questions. Mm -hmm. On the 30th day of December, Trump tweeted. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast. Check it out. T tweeting the news organizations. Are they part of the criminal conspiracy? They might be. 
Brian Kemp should resign from office. He is an obstructionist who refuses to admit that we won Georgia big. Also won the other swing states. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are I'm you entertained. not entertained? I need to, needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, God, I miss him. Don't you miss him? Yeah. This is, this is gladiator stuff. Are you not entertained? All right, what else we got? More stuff about the uh, hearings being broadcast. Just if you tweet about something <laughs> that's on TV, that could be an act in furtherance of a conspiracy. Okay? It's dangerous stuff. I did everything right <laughs> and they indicted me. All right, and then there are some, uh, then there are some really questionable things. Uh, I didn't know that they had essentially kind of illegally gotten into Dominion Voting Systems data uh, to get some voter information. Now, from what I can tell from this indictment, they got some information, and apparently it wasn't information that helped their case any because they still never proved that anything happened. Uh, but they, we've got uh, Sidney Powell and some other people here, the felony offense of computer trespass, uh, by using the computer with knowledge that such use was without authority and with the intention of removing voter data from Dominion voting systems. Uh, we've got more. Now that actually seems like it could be a crime. Yeah, now we're getting into things that are a problem for sure. Computer invasion of privacy uh, by using the computer with the intention of examining personal voter data with knowledge that such examination was without authority. And let's see, we've got... Same thing, unlawfully access certain data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections uh, by downloading said data from a server maintained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC. Uh, this was an act of racketeering. We got more stuff here. Assessed, uh, accessed certain data copied from Dominion. Let's see, I think we already talked about that part. Yeah, so the Dominion Voting Systems thing, getting that, uh, that's... That's going to be a problem, I think. Yeah, more access, more but access. None of them have reading to do all with stuff. Donald Trump. Yeah, these, these uh, he's not listed in these. This is all Sidney Powell, mainly. So I don't know if this is... But this is all part of the RICO uh, case, and, I, and all of them are involved in this. And so if this is all part of the same criminal conspiracy, and they can get someone on one of them, they might... I don't know how this works. I've got very low legal No, I didn't get this far into the law books. But I think they can get everyone with it. No, well, you would have to prove that like Donald Trump directed these people to commit yeah. crimes. Matt's saying that people let them in weeks after the election. I did hear that as well. Uh, but I heard that it was uh, friendlies in the Coffee County Board of Elections that let them in. But they all uh, allegedly... What I heard is that they knew that they couldn't do it and the other people knew that they couldn't do it, uh, but they had some friendlies uh, helping them out. So we'll see. I'm, I'm not all brushed up on that. I think this was the last one that I put in here. Act number 157. Uh, Trump committed the felony offense, false statements and writings uh, by knowingly, willfully and unlawfully making the following false statement and representation to Georgia Secretary Brad Raffersberger, quote, as stated to you previously, the number of false and or regular votes is far greater than needed to change the Georgia election result. 
that's uh that's a bad one yes <laughs> that's that's what they're gonna get them on that one right there that's the bad one as you can tell okay trump had some stuff to say about this charles i imagine that mm -hmm. this coming from truth social truth not tweet not twitter tweeter not twitter tweeter or x mm -mm. this is from truth social at real Donald Trump says the only election interference that took place in Fulton County, Georgia was done by those that rigged and stole. They're going to include this one. I know they're going to have to redo. <laughs> they're going to have another indictment. Yeah, come down. Have to know, yeah. have another grand jury for mm -hmm. the truth social aspects of this. This is act number 167 yeah. truth social post. It was done by those that rigged and stole the election. Not by me who simply complained that the election was rigged and stolen we have massive and conclusive proof if the grand jury would like to see it. Unfortunately, the publicity-seeking DA isn't interested in justice or this evidence. Also, as in Manhattan, the corrupt DOJ is pushing hard trying to keep Biden in office. The whole system is dishonest and broken. I take major issue with one of the lines in this tweet, or truth. All the post. capital letters? <laughs> Not just that. We have massive and conclusive proof. Where's the proof? How many cases did they have? How many court cases did they have? Why couldn't they publish it? You don't think a journalist wouldn't want to write that in a paper somewhere? And you know what? Good. Because they're going to be going to court over this. And I expect them to pull out their massive and conclusive <laughs> proof during this case. Yeah. Okay. The MCP. Maybe not the cases previous. I don't know how many there were or how far they made it into the process. Magoo, you could be right on that, but they're going to court. I want to see. I want to see Trump's massive conclusive proof. Where is it? I would like to see it. Mm. I'm not saying nothing happened. It's entirely possible that stuff happened, but well, I want to see gonna, I'm not going to ask any questions about it. Uh, he also talked about the witch hunt continuing. 19 people indicated in, in indicted. Indica <laughs> he did say indicated indicted. He did tonight, including the former greatest president of the United States. <laughs> me. He didn't say greatest by an out of control and very corrupt DA who campaigned and raised money on. I will get Trump. And what about those indictment documents put out today? Long before the grand jury even voted. That was one weird thing was that the indictment before the grand jury got together and voted the indictment was put on Fulton County. I think it was Fulton County, whatever County it is, their, their website accidentally. It was like pre-released that the indictment was through before the grand jury had even voted mm. on the indictment. I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they were just having it ready to go for as soon as the grand jury voted because they know that the grand jury will indict a ham sandwich and so that's, they were just getting prepped up for that. I like ham sandwiches. I do too. I don't think they should be indicted. I don't, I don't either. I think they're just fine. Okay. It's a conspiracy against ham sandwiches. I think the timing thing is the worst part of this. Uh, this could have been done years ago. Uh, Trump even says that. He says, why didn't they indict two and a half years ago? Because they wanted to do it right in the middle of my political campaign. I think that part is true. I think that all of these people have waited for while the campaign was going on. All of Trump's money is going to be spent on all of the Republican donor bases money is going to lawyers this year. Mm. It's not even going to TV ads and stuff like that. It's going to the legal establishment. That's who's pushing this thing. 
It's the legal union. And it's the lawyers that <laughs> it's the lawyers that bill three thousand an hour. Yeah, for their work. That's who we got right now. All right, we're gonna play three minutes of this video from Alan Dershowitz because I thought that it was valuable. Is three minutes enough time for me to go pee? Because I've valuable. It's it's valuable. Yeah, uh, it's enough time. Okay, let's play this. It's a six-minute video. We're going to play half of it. Well, first of all, nobody should take it all seriously. The fact that there was a grand jury indictment, it means nothing. It's the prosecutor who indicted. The best evidence of that is that it was on his website before the grand jury even voted. Now, the whole strategy of all these four cases is to get a conviction before the election, even if they're going to lose on appeal. I used to teach my students, many of them future prosecutors, if you bring a RICO case, that increases your chances of winning a trial and losing on appeal. The same thing is true with conspiracy and other cases involving mental states. And so all four of these cases are designed to get quick, quick convictions in jurisdictions that are heavily loaded against Donald Trump. And these prosecutors don't care as much as prosecutors generally do about having the convictions reversed on appeal that will happen after the election, which only goes to prove what I've been arguing now for for months. If you're going after the man who's running against your incumbent president, you would darn well better have the strongest case possible. And these are among the four, at least three of them, three weakest cases I've ever seen against any candidate. We don't know about the fourth, but it seems like it's very much like the D.C. case. And if you're going after the man running for president against your person, you have to have the strongest case. Otherwise, it becomes a banana republic. Anybody can prosecute anybody. And we're opening the door to prosecution of Democrats by Republicans, Republicans by Democrats. Is what Alexander Hamilton wrote in The Federalist is the most dangerous threat to democracy. And we're seeing it unfold in front of our eyes very, very tragically. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I care deeply about the Constitution. I care deeply about preserving the rule of law. And we're seeing it being frittered away for partisan political purposes. Mm. What do you think? I, what he said. Yeah. I, I thought the part about the fact that it's likely to be overturned on an appeal was interesting, too. And that was a clip where he said that, right? Yeah, he, I, even, I said, he even said, like, you know, I teach my law students. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go, if you're going to try to get a quick conviction, go after racketeering and, um, you know, they don't care that it's going to be overturned on appeal. It's, it's just all about it happening before the election. It's all that's, about, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And they know the timing of these things. <sighs> Is this really what we've come to? Looks like it. I guess so. And now, I wonder how Alexander Hamilton knew this back in the 1700s. How did those guys nail hmm. so much stuff? Yet they were so wrong about slavery. Um, here's a great clip from last night. Who was on Rachel Maddow she last night? She still has a show? Rachel Maddow does? She came back for this, I guess. I don't know if, she's, if she came back or what, but Hillary Clinton mm. was on TV last night as we were getting the news about this newest indictment. And boy, was she somber about the state of democracy. But here's the important part about this. I want you to imagine what kind of a person it takes to sit with a straight face, both of them, to sit here with a straight face and say the things that you are about to hear them say, okay? Imagine being that person. 
that um, the system of democracy at its heart is the idea that the people get to decide how we are governed. And if we if we no longer believe that our will is effectuated through the system, if bad actors tell us falsely that every election is stolen and that the only way an election is uh, trustworthy is if they come out on top of it, um, then something it's, it, it's, it tells you something not just about that person or that moment. It maybe wounds us as a democracy and in a way that is hard to repair. Mm-hmm. What do you think about how we get better um, after the wounds that have been inflicted on us through this process? Well, I think, you know, the truth matters. Um, I think having these cases be brought and be brought in such professional manners. We'll see how they unfold. Obviously, uh, the trials, um, if there are trials, are going to be critically important. But the article you mentioned that I published about the weaponization of loneliness really does, in my view, point to the larger cultural concerns because the lack of trust, the divisiveness, the undermining of faith in ourselves, in each other, uh, respect for our institutions, uh, the rule of law, all of that has been deliberately inculcated within our body politic. Not by her. You know, there were trends before. I mean, we have seen how people have become more isolated, less community-oriented, less civically-minded. Then we see how social media and technology has certainly accelerated a lot of those trends. But the deliberate effort to divide Americans... There you have it. Charlie, your thoughts from the horse's mouth, the (laughs) truth and nothing but the truth. So help her God. I was going to go look for stuff like this, but thankfully it was posted right below. I I think it's also critical to understand that as I've been telling candidates who have come to see me, you can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. <laughs> Russia, Vladimir Putin, Russia, 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 one. Russia hates Russia, 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 Putin, Russia's Russia, 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 Russian, 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 Russia, Russia, Moscow, Moscow, Russia, Russian, pro-Russian, Russian, Russia, Russian, 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 the Russians, Russian, 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 Russians, Russians, Russia, Russians, Russian, 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 Russia, Russian, 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 Moscow, Russian, Russian, Russia, Putin, Russian, 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 Russian against us. We someone just posted in a live group that Hillary Clinton says Biden should not concede the election. What was this in 2020? In case he, uh, in case Biden lost, he shouldn't concede. Um, I don't, I don't know. remember that. Yeah, just the the audacity <coughs> of these people to get up there on TV and talk about claims of stolen elections and distrust in our institutions, the rule of law, and dividing Americans and all that. I just, I don't, I don't understand. And it's not just I, them. I get it. Yeah. It's Narcissism. Not, it's not just them. It's, it's the, who watches this? Everyone knows all the stuff. She knows that but, what she has said in the past. But most people don't because most people are siloed now. Yeah. So it's like that all they know is that Hillary Clinton good, orange man bad. Yeah. So whatever Hillary Clinton says, like, oh, God, look at her just knocking down glass ceiling after glass ceiling (laughs) with her truth. 
You know, I feel she did have, she had the election stolen from her, but Donald Trump did not. Yep. She has, she has every right to question it because she's right. That's true. That's I the difference. Think, I didn't think about that. Yeah. She's right. When you're right. right, you can question whatever you want. True. Nate. Yeah. Okay. That's the difference. All right, man, we got to go. We do? Yeah. I we, was, I thought we were just getting warmed up. Uh, we, we're, we're staying hot right now. Anyway, can't ask questions. No. Tell me no lies. <laughs> keep your hands to yourself bill that's the moral of this story yeah all right if you enjoyed the moral of this story then please share it around (laughs) with your friends your families and your foes and uh the moral of the story just made me think of that norm mcdonald joke the dirty johnny joke we had to go we do we do okay you save your thoughts for another podcast i'll wait good um, go to joingml.com to be part of the, the live group. Go to joingml.com to be part of the live group. That's the Fed Haters Club. And uh, for as little as six bucks a month, you can fight for liberty instead of just talking about it. Mm-hmm. So come be a part of what we're doing. Go to godhatesfeds.com, pick up some merchandise. There's also a link there to the Fed Haters Club because that's how much we care about you fighting for liberty is because we give you multiple opportunities to join the Fed Haters Club. Mm-hmm. And that is the club that everyone wants to be in. We've had to, you know, turn people away that weren't actual real Liberty fighters. Mm -hmm. So just so you know, Nate screens these people to make sure that they actually hate the Fed. They got to get past the wall. Yeah, Fed Haters Club. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do that. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you do all of those things, then we'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.